With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, awards fans. Uh, the Oscars were last night as we're recording this. And uh, quite remarkably, Gold Derby's odds correctly predicted 21 out of 24 categories. Um, the three we missed, we'll talk about those. But one user actually did uh, even better than that, uh, Chris Beecham. Uh, tell us uh, what happened there and, and, and how we made history at the Oscars. Well, it was a fascinating day overall because when, in the morning, uh, early in the morning, it was probably 8,200 range, which was slightly more than last year. And as the day progressed, we we felt like, hey, we might cross 10,000 today because there was so much interest in a lot of these races. A lot of them felt close. And uh, as we moved along, we went to 10,200 uh, plus people. And uh, one person, I don't know how you pronounce his name, Ruff Prout, one, uh, who registered about a month ago, nominations phase got a hundred percent 20 all 24 categories right never have we ever had anybody on the oscars get a hundred percent before a perfect score and we've been doing this a long 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 time uh i think tom was saying sixty thousand people over the course of the last decade have predicted oscars at gold derby and he is the first out of sixty thousand to get 100 right so we're definitely going to reach out to him this week if we can set up an interview and find out how he knew on some of these that seemed really, really hard in retrospect, how he got those right. And uh, interestingly, even though we got 21 out of 24 correct, one of our highest accuracies yet, uh, two of the three we missed were Best Picture and Best Director. Um, although we didn't miss those by much, all of the, all of the, the winners that uh, we weren't predicting, we had ranked second in our odds. So we were close, uh, but of course, Best Picture and Best Director both went to Parasite. Uh, we have a few people uh, on our editorial team who were predicting the Parasite to win Best Picture, but not Best Director. Uh, Tom, Joyce, uh, uh, they both saw this uh, win for Parasite coming in the end. Uh, so uh, Tom, what did you make of that and, and uh, what made you predict it? <laughs> Joyce, join me on camera. I can't do this alone. <laughs> Hurry up, get in here. Okay. Uh, I think Joyce and I had the exact same sentiment all along with this final uh, home stretch of the race, which was that we had both said independently, this just feels like the flea bag of the Oscars. You could feel the energy, uh, people rooting. This was the movie they were rooting for. And all the stats were telling us 1917, 1917. And while it did okay last night, it didn't come through in all areas. And, and I went with... Uh, Sam Mendes for director on the theory that that 
five out of the past seven years, best picture and director split. And in cases like um, uh, Alfonso Cuaron and uh, Ang Lee that uh, didn't win best picture, their movies, Gravity and Life of Pi were big directorial achievements. So, and, and then it's uh, Joyce, I'll pass off to you with this stat. How seldom has it been that the DGA winner has not repeated at the Oscars. So that was Sam Mendes. So logically and stat-wise, that should have been Sam at the Oscars, right? Yeah, this is only the eighth time uh, they've mismatched in director. And in three of those cases, the DJ winner was not nominated. Like uh, Over, over decades, you're talking. Yeah, so the last time um, like the DJ winner was nominated was Rob Marshall losing to Roman Polanski, um, which was 17 years ago. Uh, which is fitting because that's also the year Eminem won, and he made a surprising, <laughs> return, or not even return, just belated, but yeah, belated uh, performance last night. Uh, but yeah, I like Tom and I discussed Parasite potentially winning um, after it got the SAG nomination, and then that's when we're both like, it could actually not only win SAG ensemble, but go the whole way, just because like like he said like it's the flea bag of the Oscars. Like there's just this passion for it. It's universally loved. Like if you've seen the movie, like if you don't love it, you like it and you appreciate what it's doing. It's a crowd pleaser, it's accessible. And people just love this movie. And I think like the preference ballot helped it. Cause even though if you were the one, one of those people who would just say, oh, I'll take care of it international, um, even if you do that, you could still rank it like two or three. And as long as the, it's above 1917, like that's still a vote for it. Uh, but also to uh, continue with the Fleabag comparison, uh, I think a lot of us thought Fleabag could win comedy, but maybe not actress for Phoebe Waller-Bridge because of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, so like Bong is basically Phoebe. <laughs> And Sam Mendes is Julia here because we were just kind of going by the stats. I, I literally just wrote a story about this. It'll go up in a, a, a few minutes. But we were just going based on the stats because, like, Julia had won six times. And, like, they'll give Fleabag, you know, series and, like, writing and whatever. But surely, like, she couldn't beat Julia, and she did. And it's like Sam Mendes had swept all the precursors. Surely he wouldn't lose directing as Tom also mentioned, you know, like it's, we've had splits with picture and director in this preferential era. And it's usually like the big techie movie that wins directing and a smaller movie could still win picture. So it's like, we were predicting him based on that. Um, but in the end, it's just passion prevailing for both in for Fleabag and Parasite. It's just like, if they love you, they really love you. And then they'll check <laughs> we, we you out. We heard that away. before at the Oscars. And, you know, as we watched the, uh, uh, the evening unfold at the Oscars too, what was fun um, uh, was to see that if you were running the script in your mind as I was, and, and I'm sure all of you were, and, and you, and you watched the progression. All right. Well, well, uh, Parasite just won, international award well that's what roma did last year and it won director oh that's what roma did last year and roma won screenplay too i think did it but if you were following your scorecard it did not it was it was green book and oh, of course it was green book of course yeah but i i was thinking that there was that it, we still didn't know as the evening was progressing we saw the, the um the parasite momentum building and you know here in hollywood you you could feel it on the ground all the time it was it was the movie everybody was rooting for 
Uh, let's bring in uh, Daniel, pipe in here with your own thoughts. Uh, at what point did you go, damn, I should have had flea, <laughs> I should have, should have had Paris as the night was progressing. At what point did you just surrender and go, oh God. Director, it was, I mean, it, it, before that it hadn't won anything that it wasn't going to win anyway. Um, I had it winning screenplay, it won at the BAFTAs, and the BAFTAs didn't even like Parasite as much overall. It won at the Writers Guild. It had screenplay, I think, pretty much in the bag, and it had international film in the bag. It lost editing, which I was predicting it to win, even though I didn't have it winning pictures. So oh, Parasite screwed me three times on my prediction. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so that director win. I mean, the preferential ballot, interesting things could still happen because obviously Roma uh, won Best Director without winning uh, Best Picture. Uh, but this year, like, it won screenplay and director. Like, that hasn't happened very often in the last uh, 10 years. And so that seemed like pretty much a done deal for Best Picture at that point. Um, and and yeah, I, in hindsight, it, it makes sense, uh, the split between the Directors Guild and the Oscars, because it's happened now eight times, which averages out to about once per decade. And it's been about almost a decade since it last happened with uh, Ben Affleck uh, winning for Argo and then uh, getting snubbed by the Oscars and only won there. Uh, it happened once in the 2010s, happened twice in the 2000s. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty much on schedule for that VGA uh, Oscar split. So I probably well, should have Paul, Paul Sheehan, come in here. Never before had a foreign language film ever won Best Picture. So it it was such a, uh, a jump off a cliff to predict it. No, absolutely. And that's why I admire all of you, uh, Joyce and Zach and Tom, for doing it. Because I played it safe and went with... 1917, thinking, well, PGA and Oscars both have the preferential ballot. We saw that last year with Green Book repeating, and I went with that, adding in the DGA thing. But that SAG stat, the, the, the Parasite winning ensemble there, Joyce, is that now a stat that we should revisit in terms of maybe it's a little more reliable than the others? Um, not SAG alone, but like SAG with WGA and ACE, like that is a huge combo for Parasite. And I don't feel like a lot of people were highlighting that because a lot of people were focused on uh, PGA, DGA and BAFTA um, and Globes for uh, 1917. But like I, I mentioned this like last week when I wrote about like why Parasite gets the win, like it had the support of actors, even though it didn't get a single Oscar nomination for its actors. But it had acting support, writing support, and editing support. 1917 was lucky to get that writing nomination. It did not get an editing nomination, which people kind of wrote off as like the one take thing. And, you know, Birdman still won. Um, and it didn't uh, get acting nominations either. So, and, you know, those are historically the three branches of support that we always look to uh, for a potential best picture winner. And Parasite had that. And, you know, it, it got a production design nomination as well. Um, you know, I feel like if it got more <laughs> below the line stuff, it didn't, it didn't get a cinematography nomination. So it's the first uh, film since The Departed to win Best Picture without cinematography. And that, like that and director had, had been in such lockstep the past decade. So you just kind of, that's another reason why you kind of felt like, oh, like they'll just give it to Mendes too for directing. And the one thing I, I keep track of is the, the uh, 
invitations every year. And I mean, the Academy has had this great initiative to expand the number of uh, people of color, the number of women, the number of international voters. And I think, I wonder if last year when we sort of thought, well, that'll push Roma over, we were a year too early because the Academy hadn't expanded the way it has now. They're woke now. That's what somebody told me about the, the Academy. They're finally woke after 90, 92 years. And I think you're right. I think we were just, you know, I picked Roma last year thinking that would happen. And I was a year too early, but I was so happy for Parasite, even though I didn't predict it. It was one of my top three movies of the year. And like I said in a slugfest last night, my favorite movies never win anything. And this year it was Joker, Parasite, and 1917, and those all took home Oscars. So that was a good night. I will say, I will warn against the the Oscars now are woke because uh, the, the acting nominations were still pretty white. And uh, remember, like a couple of years after Moonlight, we got Green Book. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's still like the Academy uh, is is still fairly uh, mixed in terms of its uh, its wokeness. Um, and it's 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 just its membership. I think I think they just, you know. Parasite is the crowd pleaser that no one disliked, uh, and I think I think that really pushed it over the top. I I, I don't want to go into next year thinking, oh, the Oscars are woke now, and then see what happened then. <laughs> but didn't you think that they went out of their way to highlight? diversity on the show. Oh, yeah, totally. No. <laughs> Over the topness of it. I, I yeah. told, like, I texted my friend. I was like, the white guilt energy in the show is off the charts. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, it was just kind of like them parading, you know, like women and people of color to be like, hey, look, we have female friends and like people of color friends who are willing to come on the show and like sing and perform and present. So, yeah, it's it's a really weird time for the academy i think because they're obviously trying to be more inclusive but it's it's just not you know like they've added so many new members more international members more female members more people of color but there's you know it's still overwhelmingly white and male um and yeah like daniel said you know like a couple years ago moonlight won and i think after that i mentioned this last night in the post show too like a lot of people felt like oh this is like the new age of the Academy and people thought like get out could win the next year and it did it. And then last year we were like, Oh, surely they wouldn't give it to green book cause they gave it to moonlight two years ago, but then they gave it to green book. So I think we're just going to have maybe some of that back and forth. So it's, it's progress, but it's not like, you know, we, we solve like racism and like misogyny and sexism or anything. I will say it's encouraging cause you know, 15 years ago, like Moonlight and Parasite would not have even been possibilities for Best mm-hmm. Picture at the Oscars. So the fact that we get them every few years now is uh, sprinkled in with some green books is is uh, actually does is a sign of, of change, I think. And now we know they really like movies where somebody drives somebody else in a car. This is what Driving Miss Daisy, <laughs> Green Book, Parasite. If, if there's one of these next year, just go ahead and predict it. That's hilarious. Yeah. If Ford v Ferrari ended up as one of the biggest winners of the night, poor, oh, Zach just turned on his camera, poor <laughs> Irishman, the only one out of the nine Best Picture nominees that didn't win a single Oscar. And they spread the wealth so much in so many places. After poor that Zach. visual effects loss, after that, after that visual effects loss and that writing loss, I'm like, well, 
If I didn't have enough reasons to dislike 1917, it'd be the Irishman in the one mo- in the one category. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it's really a testament to Martin Scorsese and to that movie as well. That when during Bong's best director speech, there were two standing ovations: one for him when he won, and one for Martin Scorsese when he personally thanked him for being so influential to him. So I think the important thing to remember about things like this is that it's the movies that matter, uh, not so much the awards, which I know is really silly for me to say on a podcast about <laughs> about Oscar winners. Um, I'll say this also for, you know, as the other person who predicted Parasite to invest picture and uh, maybe the only person who never had 1917 as number one. I never um, had it. <laughs> okay. One of, one of two joys. <laughs> um, I think that when it comes to predicting best picture now, a pattern has emerged. Um, all of the different things that we used to look to, all the different stats that we look to in order to determine what was going to win. You know, Golden Globe winner, BAFTA winner, DGA winner, PGA winner. Um, those things still matter, but what matters most is the movie that has the most passion. Uh, this is about the fifth year in a row now, after Revenant, La La Land, Three Billboards, Roma, and now 1917, where we've had a movie emerge as a definite frontrunner, and the underdog has won, because it's the underdog that has the most passion. And it's the underdog that also gets those number two and number three and number four votes, which really do matter. And so I think that what all those movies also have in common is that they are films that speak to the times that we're in. You know, as retrograde as Green Book was, it was also about like coming together after three years of divisiveness. And Parasite is a movie that is about our culture, Um, you know, even though it's it's in Korea, it's really about us. Uh, it's about all of us globally. And I think that whatever movie has the rooting factor and whatever movie has the most to say about the time that we're living in now, that's the film that we need to predict for best picture. Um, I think a lot of people respected 1917 as a technical achievement, but it didn't really have a lot of resonance in our current environment. Um, whereas Parasite was, you know, all about class and social issues, while also being like the most entertaining movie to win in quite some time. Uh, yes, let's let's finish out that thought too, which is that um, nineteen seventeen had done so well uh, with the guild, PGA, DGA, uh, had won the Golden Globe and BAFTA, etc. You you would think that uh, it, it's going to at least be in the one, two, or three. P- ranked position on a best picture ballot of an Academy member. And with the love for Parasite being so profound, you either really, really liked it or it's like, ah, okay. So the question for us was always trying to outside this situation was, well, you know what? We have to concede the fact that if nothing else, 1917 is going to be in first, second or third place on every ballot. Will that be true of Parasite? And we weren't sure. Uh, Last year, according to our own counts with voters, uh, Green Book was the only movie that was at least on every single ballot that we checked when talking with Academy members. And so Chris Beecham was, was saying late last year, oh, we, <clears throat> we, uh, you know, we, we've got to take this seriously. It, it, it could happen. Roma probably had the most 
number one votes last year. But in the last few days, Pete Hammond of Deadline, our good buddy, had uh, with some trepidation picked 1917. And of course, we're running into each other every day out here on the circuit. <laughs> and and uh, Pete was telling me, he said, and he's really good at this, of course. And last year, he got Green Book right for not only picture, but screenplay. And so he had said, uh, I, I don't know, Tom, what time are you going to turn off that prediction center at Gold Derby? I might switch 1917 to Parasite. I'm, at, I'm trying to count those votes as I, as I talk to the voters and find out if there is this a case of Parasite is number one or Parasite's number nine on your ballot? And yesterday he came up to me and he said, it's showing up everywhere on every ballot. I don't know what to do because he had just published his piece of deadline saying my final, final predictions. And it was that close. So it came down to whether or not they had put it in the, in the secondary, the runner-up positions, and they, and they had, which is something because Parasite is um, as thrilling as a movie as it is. It's Roma with a plot. It's Roma with, <laughs> yeah. with energy and vitality. It's a movie full of surprises. You don't know where it's going to turn next. But boy, and is it a movie for the ages? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think it's just such a wonderful surprise, but it's got a terrible title. It's got the worst title of a Best Picture winner since The Hurt Locker. It had, it, no international movie had ever won. It had so many things going for it. And the last thing it had going against it was the, the shortened Oscar season. I was thinking, well, maybe I should switch to 1917 because if Parasite might need a few more weeks to catch on. But that's what I thought uh, at the Emmys. And I didn't pick Fleabag because I kept thinking, well, the Fleabag surge is this rooting factor here in Hollywood is very clear. But does it need a little more time to catch in and kick into gear? It didn't. I missed it at the Emmys, that rooting factor winner prevailing. And I was not about to miss it here, but I did split the baby like most of us and went with uh, Sam Mendes for director and Parasite for picture. Um, any other thoughts here? What about the other categories, everybody? <laughs> I mean, everything pretty much went according to what people predicted until director, even, even like the the ostensibly close races, we thought there were like editing, um, you know, and even sound editing, like it still went to what we had in like second place. So like, I, I don't think if, you know, like I think if director, that director upset hadn't happened, it, this would have been one of the most boring <laughs> shows. Like everything was going like clockwork. And I don't even think like, I mean, maybe because I predicted it, like I didn't think Parasite winning Best Picture was that big of an upset. And we had, like Parasite had uh, greater odds winning picture than director in our odds too. So I, I think like that, that director upset, it's it's like in the vein of Crash beating Brokeback and Moonlight beating La La Land. One question beyond the obvious ones that I want to ask our perfect user sometime this week, if we get to talk to him, how do you throw the darts just right to get the sound category? Yeah. yeah. Because any logical person that has watched Oscar history, if they were going to split them, most people chose Ford for both or 1917 for both. If you were going to split them, you'd pick the war movie for editing, sound editing and the other movie for sound mixing, whatever that movie is, off on a musical, in this case, Ford. Why did he go with sound editing 
or Ford and sound mixing for 1917? I don't know, but we'll, we'll ask him. Because we know the vote, some of the voters have said that they don't actually know what the difference is. So, you know, why would a voter pick those two specifically as well? That would be a question I would ask Oscar voters if I ever saw one. Hmm. Well, I think this is the last year we'll even see a split because from what I hear, they're going to combine the two categories into one. Um, so we'll, we may never have to go through this headache again. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm kicking myself because I couldn't pick between 1917 and Ford v. Ferrari for, uh, as the film that would win both sound categories. And so I was going to split them. But whenever you do a split, it's just you're really going out on a limb and I thought, well, I'm going to end up getting both of them wrong if I if I don't mm -hmm. correctly predict the split. And then when it won, I said, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah, because I I would have I would have split it the other way if I yeah. was split. So it's mm -hmm. just safer to pick one for both. And like last year, they gave both to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and so. uh, it's interesting if they do end up consolidating the sound categories next year, which I think they should do, um, that means this will be the last time anyone gets 24 correct predictions at the Oscars, because then there will be only 23 categories. So uh, no one will ever get 24 right again. <laughs> okay, on that score, let's wrap this up. We have uh, lots of time to uh, uh, to dissect these, these uh, Oscars after the fact. Congratulations to all of you who uh, uh, did well with at Gold Derby, we uh, know how difficult this is, <laughs> and this was a tough year, but it was an exciting year. I'm with Marcus. Uh, those three movies he cited as his favorites of the year: uh, 1917, um, uh, *Parasite*, and *Joke*. Oh, *Joker*, magnificent! I love the movie *Judy* too. I thought it was flawless. And these movies this year, I was really invested emotionally in, and that's the best Oscars of all. If you can have that, forget your score. If you're rooting for these. For these films to do well, and they do. It's it, it it's like the thrill of a great Super Bowl, and this is the Super Bowl of show business. And I think it delivered in the end after a really bad start with those nominations, with only one person of color being nominated, women excluded from the director's race, and on and on. No, no parasite actors nominated. It's just just it's horrible what was uh, uh, revealed again about the dark not the dark, the very white underbelly of the Academy. Uh, and I love Joyce's comment. It was white guilt energy off the charts. <laughs> the ceremony itself is a desperate effort to cover that up, but they're trying and they did something extraordinary for the first time this year. They actually went with a best picture that was international. And you know what? I don't see a lot of foreign films, but uh, just for the, let's just assume they got it right internationally. And this was the best picture in the world. Isn't that a nice thought, if true? Thanks for watching. Good luck, everybody, with your with your predictions. Go to our leaderboards. They're on the homepage of Gold Derby. See where you uh, stacked. And you can just click your name or any user's name to see what they got right and wrong. That's the fun part. And uh, come back and keep doing with it with us again. And right now, you can predict the Razzies and tons of other stuff. So do it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.